I admit, the title of this piece is pretty rough. But honestly, it's time for motorcycle clubs to stop crying wolf. And what do I mean by crying wolf? A lot of talk this year regarding motorcycle club profiling. As many know, Insane Throttle Motorcycle Madhouse is a strong supporter of clubs' rights. Sure, there is plenty of motorcycle club profiling happening around the nation, especially down in Texas, where it's the epicenter. On the other hand, though, you have to ask yourself why there is so much profiling happening. Could it be because motorcycle clubs themselves have created the problem? At Insane Throttle, we get hell all the time for publishing the bad going on in the scene. Truth is, if clubs didn't want to be in the news, then maybe they should do something to stay out of the news. This isn't the responsibilities for publishers like Insane Throttle to keep the bad from the public or the biker scene. News is news. Good or bad, that's what is happening in the scene. We receive tons of emails in regards to our daily program, Biker Angle. It runs Monday through Thursday at 7 a.m. Central Standard Time on our YouTube channel and every Friday on the Biker News Weekly Wrap-Up on Spotify and all major podcasting platforms. So, why is members or supporters so upset with the programming? The biggest charge is Insane Throttle Motorcycle Madhouse is propagating the false image of the biker. More importantly, making it seem like all motorcycle club members are criminals. Again, it's not up to the publication or myself to shield motorcycle clubs even though we support their rights. To be honest though, we do not support all the violence in the club scene. Is all the political crap worth a human life? That is the only questions clubs should be able to answer. Don't be upset with us or anyone else for that matter when your club is plastered in the news for something your club was involved in. Don't expect the general biker community to support you when they hear of violence happening. Right now, support in the biker community for motorcycle clubs is about 30%. Something that should have the clubs rethinking what they are doing. Once you lose public support, don't expect sympathy when it comes to laws and the courts. The biggest reason being is officials don't need to back you. The public is backing the actions of law enforcement because they see you plastered on the front page. They could care less if some cop pulls you over and gives you a hard time because they equate you with trouble and violence. To be fair, the club community has always been like this. One thing that has changed, though, is the invention of the internet. Large masses of people nationwide and worldwide are now informed when something happens. Clubs might want to rethink the strategy they are using when it comes to public opinion. For those who say, screw the civilians, well, don't cry when you're facing the government going after you. No one is going to care because you don't. 
No one is going to back the violence and the citizens won't give a damn if the government takes your colors. And I'm just being honest. Something that has to be said. Think about this for a minute. Why should the general public care about you when you don't even respect or care about another person's life? I know, no matter how much I support club rights, I'm always going to put it out there. Once someone is killed over club politics, that's when my support goes out the door. I was recently publishing interviews on a former club member. He was convicted of murder. He didn't like how things were being portrayed. The information coming out was something that he thought shouldn't. Not my problem. We report on where the information leads to. Something he was pretty stunned about. He thought just because we supported motorcycle clubs, we would be like some of those other so-called news sites who pander to clubs and put misinformation out in the public. Basically, be a propaganda machine for a club. Anyone who knows this publication should know that will never ever happen. The news is the news, and if you don't like the news, we will put your side of the story out. Get it into the public sphere so you get your chance at setting the narrative. Problem is, motorcycle clubs are stuck in the past and don't want anything to do with media. Well, if you're not involved with the media, your side of the story don't get out and the publisher is left with only reporting the Leo side of things. Nothing we can do about it. A situation happened and it will be reported. What I truly think those who are mad about our publishing of a club-related violence is they know we have a very huge audience worldwide. So it seems they are trying to stymie the news getting out. My favorite one is pleading not to put something out. Sorry guys, if it's news it goes out to the public. What I suggest is for the club to come together and condemn the actions and put it out in their bylaws... Those who commit acts of violence or put the club in a bad light are on the street. Kick them to the street. Again, that won't happen though. Clubs are set in this mentality that they always have to be the tough guy. Have to represent and they wonder why things go south. Most club members who are arrested, usually 98% of the time, someone is ratting on the other. Most of the time, so-called brothers forget that patch and go into self-preservation. Something against the code, isn't it? While we are being honest, let's talk about the word brother. I recently did a video, Life After Motorcycle Club, inventory of what was lost and gained. The feedback I got off that video was amazing. Former club members coming out of the woodworks agreeing with my assessment. When someone leaves a motorcycle club and takes off that patch, those former brothers are no more. The one who left the club is shunned and all the communication is cut. It's the truth and those who've gone through this know it to be true. Basically, it's a rent-a-brother scheme. You're only a brother when you're wearing a patch. It's no wonder I'll never call anyone a brother. Because quite frankly, it will never last. It never does because life happens. Soon as there is a disagreement or a different route taken, the brotherhood is severed. Hopefully, 
those looking to get in the club keeps that in the back of their minds. I've also been getting my complaints that I'm not focusing on motorcycle clubs other than on a biker news program. This is true, and that is the case. Why should I? It's a never-ending story of trying to explain why I support motorcycle clubs when they are out doing the stupid crap they are. I've gone to a place where I focus on independence now. Not only is it more enjoyable, but it's also the real American biker. This is something most in the biker lifestyle have overlooked. It's those independents who've been out there ever since Harley Davidson rolled a bike off the line en masse. For those who don't know their history, the manufacturers are the ones who actually started the riding associations that would one day lead to the break-off into motorcycle clubs. The people back in the day just liked riding and having fun, something a lot of club members have forgotten all about. Instead, they substitute politics into the fray. I've heard many stories from current and former club members on how they didn't have any fun anymore. It became a second job and they lost money on the deal. So yeah, I'm irritated when a club member has the nerve to ask for a story or interview to be pulled. It's not anyone else's fault but the member or the club for being in the spotlight. Again, maybe it's time for you guys to get your shit together instead of blaming everyone else. This coming week, for example, all kinds of stories coming out about this club shooting at this one and another stabbing that club. Come on, really? And you want people to support you. After all, it's the supporters that keep the club in business. If it wasn't for supporters, clubs would be in pretty bad shape and have a damn hard time making the bills. Anyways, that's my two cents on the issue of motorcycle clubs needing to stop crying woof and playing the victim when they get cops all over them. As for Insane Throttle, we will keep doing what we are doing, informing the biker community on what's happening in this scene. Rock on! Well, that's it for this week's episode of Motorcycle Madhouse. Don't forget to go over to Insane Throttle's new YouTube channel and also get your daily dose of biker news every morning at HarleyLiberty.com. If you haven't done so already, go like the new Motorcycle Madhouse Facebook page. And until next week, I'm James Hollywood Machikari. And remember, keep that throttle cracked wide open.